Yes sir, 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 Let's get it, shorty. We are live. And y'all are on, and this is Balls. Ha ha. That's Sports Podcast. Yes, welcome to Ball Sports Podcast. It's a podcast with balls about balls. <coughs> oh shit, what the hell kind of balls with that, Buddha? Wow. And uh, <laughs> see, that's why I always wait. That's why I always oh, wait. Man. And uh, we are your hosts. I'm Buddha. Hey, homie, it's your boy Dylan. And you already know who this is. This is Nels, aka Big Facts and Full Effects. Kashink, kashink. You know, like, never mind. Episode 140. How are, how are we doing? Uh, 1 plus 4 plus 0 equals 5. What? Try me. I'm the one, and you can catch this 40. Ooh. Bars. 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 Sign Bars. me. Sign me right now. Right now, Jits. Right now. And what I paid for that me. nigga 140. <laughs> Change it. And he paid 130? I paid 140. Fuck wrong with so, so what's up, hoes? How y'all doing? Why do I gotta be hoes though, man? Like, it's a good question. I quit. Show's <laughs> done. But these episode lengths about to go way down, man. Show's done. Man. I said these episode lengths about to go way down if you quit. Whoa. Oh jeez, yeah. Me and, I could me and Dylan, me and Dylan finna be out in twenty minutes, bro. Are <laughs> you done? Like another twenty minute episode, y'all. That's like damn. Oh, Nell's out. That cut. That cuts out a, a good hour fifteen of the episode, Bill. We straight, Bill. Wow. Not, not the whole 15? show. <laughs> wow. Not the you, whole show. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I should be honored or if I should feel tried. Both. Of, both of them. Both. Both of them, Bill. Like both what the fun. hell? That's fine. Both I ain't gonna talk at all this episode. I can't wait for y'all to ask me a question. Be be like, yeah. I can agree with that. I fuck with that. Bet, and then we gonna I feel move that. on. Right. I just got. That means Dylan. That just means we gotta say some flagrant shit that he just doesn't agree with, and it's gonna force him to talk. Bet. I can't wait for y'all to try this. I'm gonna keep my mouth shut. What? I don't even know what would be flagrant enough to make me want to say anything in the first place. We gonna find out. Guess it's gonna be Dylan. a short show today, ladies and gentlemen. Facts, Dylan. What, what you want to start us off, Bill? Yeah, let's start us off with my favorite game so far. Until I run out of that bit. Runs. <laughs> gotta go. So, first round of one's gotta go. Just because, you know, we did a heavy defense last week. I'm going I'm to I'm start it off with defense again. And we're going to end it on offense. But you have one's gotta go. Nadamik and Sue. DeForest Buckner, Fletcher Cox, and Aaron Donald. Uh, Dominican Sue can get the hell hell about here. Nels? 
Oh, um, DeForest Butner can go. So you gonna take Indominus Sue with all those off-field issues? Yep. Jeez. Because when his head when his head is on right, he's or, dominant. Or shit, even his on-field issues. What are we talking about? Not just off-field, on-field issues, but I feel like when his best seasons were on teams that were competitive. So if you put him on a competitive team, he'll keep his head on. He'll do what he needs to do. Get the dub. You talking about DeForest Butner or or Indominus Sue? This was a tough. This one is a tough one though, because all of the guys that you said, they have their except for Donald. Of course, I feel like Donald is one of those guys. His motor is just second think, to none. I think Fletcher Cox had to get had to get his. He had to get his groove. Once once he caught his groove, he ain't been stopping. Yeah, right. bro. Like, and and that's the thing. Like all of those guys, I feel like they have their moments of dominance in a game. You know what I'm saying? But um. With the exception of Donald, I mean everybody else is close. Donald is is the one guy like it, it almost seems like that's the one guy to stay. Yeah, bro. Like he's his motor's unbelievable. All right, yeah, so if we did, yeah. Stop. So if we did Aaron one's got to if we did if we did once yeah if we did one's got to stay he would be the issue he would be the uh, the, the choice. Right. Clearly. So I'm gonna say I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Ndamukong and Sue gotta go just because I feel DeForest Butner is is on the Fletcher Cox. He's doing what Fletcher Cox was doing when he caught his groove. And I feel yeah. Like He's at that point right now where he's like he and his. It's starting to it's it's starting to click for him. Yeah, like his, his prime is hitting him right now. I agree. So, uh, one's gotta go. We want to move to office, and then since we all mentioned it, we're gonna do one's gotta stay after we pick that one's gotta go. <laughs> but one's gotta go. Antonio Brown, <laughs> Julian Edelman, Tyreek Hill. Uh, <laughs> Amari Cooper. Bye, A B. Bye. 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 Bye, Miss American. Bye. Who you got, Dales? Um, run by the choices again, because I'm still like thinking about A B right now. Exactly. You sure you're not Amari. playing games? I hear I hear some buttons. I'm gonna put I'm gonna put pressure on Nails. Watch. Amari Cooper. Uh-huh. Antonio Brown. Uh-huh. Julian Edelman. Mm-hmm. Tyreek Hill. So before you go, I want, I want to hear what you're going to say for real because you're thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Amari Cooper, for me, well, actually, the person, the ones that got to, the one that got to stay for me, no cap, would have to be Julian Edelman. That could, yeah, he'd, he'd it, be. You could call it bias, but I feel like he got to stay. I completely agree. He'd be the one that would stay for me, too. So now, as far as who's got to go, can't be Amari Cooper, unfortunately. He's too inconsistent. He's too for me. Yeah, he's too inconsistent, but I don't think he has to go just yet. Yeah. I have to go now based on my personal feelings towards people. And Tyreek gotta go. Cause you be breaking people arms and shit that are that can't even speak. I feel that. So No, I, take, I, I feel that absolutely. I his, yeah, yeah. I take I take his throatness over A B's throatness any day of the week. So on top, on top of if AB's on the if AB's on the field, I think he's better than all three of them niggas that's not on this picture. I was I was about to that's say to be to that's, be quite that's the hard that's the hard part is getting him on the field though. To be to be quite honest with you, um, if you want to talk about all of those guys, this is gonna sound kind of crazy, but out of the four of them, Tyreek Hill is probably the least skilled out of all of them. 
He's oh, just definitely. he's fast. He's just fast, yeah. Um, and and the thing about it is, is that he's successful with the Chiefs because he's got a quarterback that can throw the ball seventy yards. So you're all not going to be able to keep up his speed for too much at all. Now, when we're talking about this, I've seen teams game plan, and I'll put it this way: I've seen all of those guys play against the Patriots, which I think is the best at getting rid of your primary weapon. I've seen. I mean, it's a, it's a good. Uh, it's a good litmus test, if you will. Yes, exactly. Julian Edelman. What people don't understand about about Edelman is number one, it's not a bias. Is the fact that probably out of all four of those guys, he's probably the least. Um, he's got the least ability athletically. You know, what I mean? the least amount of ability athletically, and he always shows up. He right. shows up in these games, especially in the playoffs in crunch time. You know he's gonna get the ball, and you still can't stop. He's probably it. the toughest out of the three. If the, out of the oh four, no no, right? oh for sure, for sure. He's in that he's in that same ilk with with all those other scrappy white boys. Your your uh, Wes Welkers and uh, oh, I feel like what's the other buddy's name? Wayne like Corbett. No, there was someone else who was like a Wes Walker type that would just. Wasn't Decker? scared. Was, was, yeah, I think so. Wasn't scared to get Eric, hit. Like Eric Decker. It might have been Decker. I'm not sure. Yeah, he played for the Broncos. Um, so here's here's so regardless of the fact, like I've seen the Patriots game plan for Amari Cooper, and Amari Cooper still played well. Not only did he play well, but Stephon Gilmore has said that he's one of the toughest receivers he's ever faced. I think Cooper is severely underrated, and I don't even know why. That's why, said, that's why I said. That's I was, why I said he came. I was talking about. Him. I was talking about Ed McCaffrey. Sorry, Ed McCaffrey. Oh, Ed McCaffrey. Okay. Yeah, that's, um, why, that's why I couldn't say he got a. That's why I just said I ain't know because it's like I feel like there's such there's so much talent there that hasn't. I've seen came out yet. the Patriots game plan for Antonio Brown and he still get off. However, that's, that's AB. Can't do nothing about that. I've seen about two or three games so far, three or four games actually, where the Chiefs have played the Patriots. And Tyreek Hill has not done much. Right. Shit. And A.B. He has a- not done much. A.B. basically Julian Edelman if he was black and had athleticism. Now, that's true. And also, <laughs> let's keep in fact that A.B. has made two or three receivers' careers that's played opposite of him. Emmanuel Sanders, Juju. now uh, um, Juju Smith-Schuster, and there's one more. I can't remember who it was. Mike but. Wallace? There you go. That's the name. <clears throat> so that within itself, you can't take him off. So for me personally, Tyreek Hill's got to go. And I'm not even talking about on-field, off-field antics. I'm talking pure football. I can right. do without Tyreek Hill. I understand he fast. But when it comes time to play the best teams and the best coaches, I mean, it's, it's not really tough to game plan against them. Mm-hmm. It's just that the team is that good, right? It's like, all right, we got him. We got Travis Kelsey. And then we got the other guys who can actually play too. Like we forget oh. that the other two or three receivers for Kansas City are are fast too and can oh, catch. Yeah. For so you sure. know what I mean? Like Mahomes threw for five thousand yards. Tariq Hill was responsible for. I mean, Tariq Hill and and Kelsey were responsible for what three thousand of it. So the yeah. other two thousand had to come from other people. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, like I'm not I'm not ashamed to admit that me saying Abe you got to go is pure bias on this. Like that's. <sighs> Yeah, that's no, 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 absolutely no shame in, in that being your bias. I mean, as long as you can admit it, I, 
See, this is and this is why I love like the way we do the podcast because the whole point of our podcast is we're regular dudes. Right. The biases don't matter as long as you can admit that they're biases. Right. Just admit that it's a bias. If you don't like them or if you don't want them on the field or you don't want them on your team, that's cool. I just appreciate the fact that you don't deny how good he is. You just you just think right. he's trash as a person. Oh, he's probably fair. he's yeah, he's the most talented out of those four all but it's just I wouldn't trust him on my team. Bro, so I think just... I think AB's so good, dog, that if he was to be able to get back in the league, he'd he'd get right back to snapping. I feel like he, he wouldn't could... miss a beat. He could be the greatest of all time if he really applied himself and and. Oh no, that's facts. That's like, absolute facts. Yeah, he's he's costing against, him. He's costing himself from being the greatest of all time. That's oh, true. Easily. easily. That's true. And and I, and I can admit that, bro. He goes up against double teams weekly, and he and it still does not gets matter. It doesn't matter. That's crazy. Hey, but speaking of um, Travis Kelsey, one's got to go. Oh, good segue. Mark Andrews, Travis Kelsey, Zachary Hertz, and Gregory Kittle. George? I mean, George Oh, Kittle? George Kittle. Yeah. Gregory, George. Same but, shit. Um, nope. Not <laughs> so, this is, this is actually a really good one. Um, and the reason why it's a good one is and, no, and you no, can, really no, can you get can you get your crotch out the camera, please? Thank you, appreciate you. Oh no, you don't, you want to see my you want to see my meat? <laughs> Jit got his meat all in the fucking camera, bro. Bro, like it ain't oh, the fuck. first time you see my meat, boy. Anyway, wow. Um, and Dylan just <laughs> muted himself, so I hope he's not talking right now. But, right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nah, but you know the the thing about it is, and this this is really this is a good category because. It's going to be tough to distinguish out of the four because all four are good pass catchers and good run blockers. Right. And in some cases, they may be better run blockers than they are pass catchers and route runners, right. to be honest with you. So I think it might be it might be personal preference on, on how much you've seen them play or I, I think that's how many ex- good games you've seen. Yeah, I think that's exactly what it's going to be. For me, I'm going to say... Uh, because it comes down for me, it comes down to between Mark Andrews and uh, 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 Zach Ertz. Because I feel like the other two are your top two. Well, were your top two in the league before this year, and um, but I'm between the two, Zach Ertz. I I would say Mark Andrews has to go. I think Zach Ertz is a better uh, offensive weapon, personally, for in the I, past game. I think Zach Ertz too injury prone. I got I got Zach Ertz gotta go. So I I that's what I was about to say, Dylan, actually, and it's beautiful that you brought that up. Is the injury um part when it comes to Zach Ertz. Andrews is young. And to be to be honest with you, a lot of people will be like, Oh, well, he's like a product of the system. I mean, most tight ends are products of their systems. They're tight ends. But in the same in the same context, <laughs> if you throw if you throw a tight end the ball enough times they're gonna ball out, right? I I feel like tight ends are big receivers who can block. It's just some teams utilize them more than others. But nowadays, is there a tight end that we can think of that can't split out wide and run <laughs> up and and do a jump ball and and hit you with a four five four six maybe even four four speed? I feel like nowadays it's it's unheard of. Um, 
Kittle is an absolute monster. Yeah, Kittle, um, Kittle, gotta, Kittle gotta stay for me. Kittle gotta stay. He's an yeah, absolute for sure. beast. Um, I like I like Kelsey, but you know what it is for me with Kelsey. Kelsey again, I watched a lot of Chief games. He doesn't. He has issues with catching the ball in the clutch. Kelsey has had hella drops, like on third down, really important drives. Like ball will hit his hand against the Patriots. He had the one that I thought they were gonna win. Um. If and they should have won if Ford wasn't offsides. We do not talk about the fact that Kelsey had two drops on third down, and I mean pivotal drives that could have probably added more points on the board. We never talk about that, which is always interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, is is between Kels, is between Ertz and Kelsey really because Andrews is young, he's got hella potential, and he's putting up their numbers right now, and he's in his second year. He's putting up their numbers right now. With a Lamar, and you know Lamar, he's a he's like a kind he's the kind of guy like I'm gonna keep getting at you if you're if you're producing like I'm gonna just keep giving you the rock. It, it don't matter to me, and that's why that's why I thought Andrews eight. He's 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 very reliable. Um, so mm-hmm. I'm gonna say Ur's gotta go. I feel. You. I think go. um I think that Kittle's gotta stay outside of his catchability and stuff. I mean. A big part of what gets him those Gronk comparisons is how hard he is to tackle. Like, if he gets going, you're not bringing that man down. Right. So I think that's a I think that's a huge aspect of it too. Yeah, fair. I like that, bro. Well, last one. Y'all ready? Mm-hmm. Yep. Ones. Got to go. Oranges, mangoes, pineapple, watermelon. Oh, that's easy for me. Watermelon's got to go. Bye, watermelon. Yeah, wa- yeah, watermelon can go. Bet. We understand each other. One got to stay. Mango. Don't care. It's Ooh, between mangoes tough, and pineapple for me. Bro. I agree. It's the same with me. Between mangoes and pineapple. I'd probably say... One, bro. One, bro. I'd say pineapple. Mangoes. Pineapple's got to stay. I feel like I eat pineapples more than I eat mangoes. I got to say pineapple's got to stay because pineapples are amazing in liquor. Shout out to Blue Juice. Whoa. Facts. You're definitely right. <laughs> You're definitely right. You ain't putting no mangoes in Blue Juice, Bill. How you doing? I'm saying actual actual mangoes. I've never seen no actual mangoes in blue juice, but Shabai had to do that. <laughs> what? Give it a shot, Bill. Give a bit of blue juice cut with them big ass mango slices poking out that bit. Let, let, let's go. Or you just put the you just put that the the seed with all the shit that's stuck to it. Just have people suck on the seed with the blue juice in it oh, and yeah. shit. Oh yeah, just run it. Yeah. All right, we're giving too many gems. We're giving too many ideas and gems right now. <laughs> All right, that was that's why I, that's why I say nothing. I'm like y'all giving away all the secrets, ain't y'all? <laughs> gotta go. Thank you for playing, ladies and gentlemen. No problem. Speaking of thank you for playing, <laughs> we've reached the we've reached the end of the last dance. 
Last dance. Last dance. So thank Last you, Jordan. Dance. Thank you, Jordan, for playing. Um, how, what did you guys think of the last two episodes? I, I thought it was straight, but now I'm trying to think. Of, I'm trying to rethink the whole thing now that my dog Horace Grantner came out. Horace Grantner came out and said some things about what? About how like he feels like a lot of the shit that was on the on the documentary was bullshit. You didn't see that in what time? way? No, I, I read. Know. I read about I heard, that. Yeah, I heard that. I heard that Scotty was upset by how he was portrayed. Exactly, that's the same thing. Horace came out and said that, like. But honestly, I think I I don't think Scotty looked bad except for the couple moments where he actually looked bad, and there was really no way to to sugarcoat that in any way. Like I feel like they, I feel like Scotty shined in a lot of this. To be honest with you, I thought I thought like. Scotty was Horace the man. I was like, he got more of my respect, honestly, than before. Yeah, for sure. I I completely agree. He's um, Horace Grant came out and pretty much said that like someone like especially with the whole getting called a snitch thing. Um, mm-hmm. so he had an interview where he said like it's downright a complete lie. He leaked he that he leaked much information about um the information in Sam Smith's famous the Jordan rule book when they started talking about how Jordan was and then he says like, oh, if Jordan had a grudge with me let's settle it like men let's talk about it or we can set it another way but yet he still goes out and puts this lie out that I was the source behind the book um, Sam and I have always been great friends we're still friends but the sanctity of the locker room I would never put my person um, personally out there um, and then he also talked about like how they made him seem like a bully Mm-hmm. On there, but like how nobody said like that nobody would really. You notice how we said like nobody ever said anything bad about him on the, on the video. We mentioned that on I think on the last few episodes where we we're like yeah they never really said he was a bad anything. But like, Horace came by and said like there's a, there's some stuff they left out. How like, there's a lot of times where they made us they made certain people seem like he was just picking on them, and they only heard about the one time where Steve Kerr said something to him or whatever. But Horace says like there's been plenty of times where I've had to check that nigga like. Where he'll say like crazy ass shit, be calling niggas bitches and hoes, and then or be trying to check you like. Or he mentioned the time where Jordan didn't want him to eat because he had a bad game, and how he legit was like trying to square up with the man on the plane about his food. Like I'm a grown, he's like I'm a grown ass man. Like I'm way bigger than you. You're not about to tell somebody they can't, I can't eat type shit. But it's like, but they don't really talk about that on the on the on the documentary, which made him feel like they're really portraying him as this dude that just had this like. Manipulative control over the players, but some of them right. Really well, like... go ahead. No, you go ahead. No, sorry. I was gonna say, but that, that's the conundrum we get into when we have these kind of docu series and things like that. You know, there are those three three sides to every story. Each person has their side, and then there's the truth. So it, it's hard to say. So it really goes, who are you gonna listen to? And I think it's one of those situations where ESPN and Netflix are like, well, people want to listen to Jordan. They don't really want to hear. Horace Grant's side of things so I mean I feel it's like this like we know at the end of the day even though there's two sides of the story after watching the documentary it's pretty clear the kind of person that Jordan is yeah um the one thing that I'm not gonna do especially as someone who became a fan of Jordan because I I always say when my first introduction to basketball was in 94 95 and Jordan wasn't in the league at the time. So, like, Penny Hardaway was my guy. So, like, when Jordan came back, I was like, yo, who's this bum? 
And lo and behold, he's the greatest basketball player ever. Um, I literally remember my cousin like getting mad and like slapping the shit out of me because I was trying Jordan because I cared more about Penny. But the whole the whole fact of the matter here is is that I do not want people to find reasoning for why some of the situations or some of the things that Jordan got into is okay. Um, right. Yeah, he's competitive. Yeah, he won. Yeah, he's that's, a great leader. All that stuff. That's cool. And if that's who you're going to ride with, that's fine. Like me personally, I would not have a problem playing with someone like Jordan because Jordan ain't going to try me like that. I don't care who you are. You got to get me on this team. Like I want to win like everybody else, but I'd have to have a sit down with him and be like, look, dog, in practice, you can talk to me any which way is motivating or whatever. But once we get off these lines and we're on this plane, we're on this bus, we're in this hotel, like... I'm one of the niggas. Like, I'm with you. But you try me, I'm going to try you back. It is what it is. Like, I'll be cool with you tomorrow, but I'm going to let you know there's only so much I'm going to take. It is, it is what it is. As a rookie, I'll pay my dues. After the fact, you got to respect me, bro. Like, there's going to be some things that got to go, can't go. You know what I mean? And and understanding that he is this person, you got to kind of run with it. You're winning. You know what I mean? Like, Horace Grant yeah. can complain all he wants. That's cool. But... You won four rings. Three of those rings was with Jordan. Your fourth ring was with baby Jordan, who was Kobe, who literally did the same things Jordan did. Right. Like, you wouldn't be on this documentary if you didn't team up with Jordan. Now, I'm not going to say Horace Grant didn't play a supreme part. He did. Horace he Grant's gap was so big. Definitely went to the championship where he cleared it all day, ass. He did. He went to the finals, but that's the, that's the point. Like... He was such a big deal that they had to go find another Horace Grant. That's when they brought in Dennis Rodman and got back to win it again. Horace Grant is unequivocally the reason why the Magic beat the Bulls in that 95, that 95 uh, Eastern Conference Finals because they didn't have any answers for Horace Grant. Right. And literally, if you watch those games, and even Phil Jackson said it himself, and I'm pretty sure they said it in a documentary, they let Horace Grant shoot. They're like, Horace Grant is going to have to beat us. And guess what? He did. <laughs> he did. So he's a really good player. But you still was on a team led by Michael Jordan. Yeah. That's it. And and since you mentioned Dennis Rodman, can we take a second to acknowledge that Dennis Rodman was a cold motherfucker back then? Yo. Yeah. Absolutely. I didn't realize when he went to WCW, because I was watching WCW at the time. I didn't realize, and I wasn't watching basketball, that it was in the middle of the finals that all this shit went down. This nigga yeah, it was, the middle, it was the middle of the finals. But, you, man, want, but wow. you want to know something, though? The thing about it is, is like, again, people are wilding about that. But I think, like, when you're the best at what you do. Nails, nails. That's still kind of wild. I feel, it's the, it's the I feel you. No, 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 listen. I, I feel you. I feel you. But wait, what year was that? That was ninety-seven. Yeah. Oh yeah, he but did listen. nothing, bro. Those last two. That's one thing I'm gonna get you about Robin. He was a cold man, but them last two finals, he was ass. Wait, what? No, you bugging? I'm trying. To yeah, tell you. you're 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 bugging right now, bro. Nah, fam. he had a great the I first roll, finals. I can't roll with y'all on that one. You go look at the stats. One, one, the first year, he had a great, he had a great final. The last two years, he tapered off hard. 
don't know, bro. Okay. Don't but, let that document what I did, you up. What I did, what I did want to say, though, I I'm sure there's probably a 30 for 30. I kind of need a docu-series on Rodman, too, knock on lie. It could be like a five-part series, but like to where they really get into the shits because I was listening to a podcast that Eric Bischoff was on, and he was talking about some of the stuff that was going on behind the scenes when Rodman was fucking with WCW. And he was saying that uh, one time they were in uh, Japan doing something, and they had all been out drinking the night before, got hammered. Him... uh, Rodman Bischoff, Hogan, like all of them were out just getting plastered. And the next morning, they were supposed to be somewhere early in the morning or whatever. And nobody knew where Rodman was. He wasn't answering his phone, nothing like that. So they're like, fuck, like he might be dead. Like, because they went hard the night before. So he said Bischoff went to check on him early in the morning and his door was, was kind of uh, ajar. A it was open a little bit. He went in there and he said Rodman was in there just pounding some chick. Like going ham, and he said there was like drugs in the room. All kind. He's like he, they were going nuts, and he was like, "Listen, Rod, like you need to finish up, and we gotta go." But he said like that was just normal. Like that was just normal from whenever Rod was fucking with the the wrestling guys. And like I kind of saw glimpses of that when Rodman said uh, after they won, um, I don't know if it was either the the fifth or the sixth ring when. He was like, oh, there's going to be a lot of illegal drugs going on tonight. Some shit like that. He said something along those lines. I'm like, damn, that man just really didn't give a fuck. He was saying that to the media. <laughs> like, that boy, wow. That's what I'm trying to tell you. But that, 90, that 97, I'm trying to tell you, go look at it. The man wasn't that. I, I, already, I, already Not, know, I already know the stats. Okay. I already know the stats. And, and it's, it's, a little, it's a little deeper. It's a little deeper than that, like. Okay. Yeah, his numbers dwindled off dramatically, but I mean, he was literally holding, he was literally guarding the MVP of that season. And he held him to five points under his average, three rebounds under his average, and I mean, absolutely played critical parts in okay. in games where Karl Malone couldn't get his basket, couldn't get his shots off. Okay. I mean, I, I, I hear what you're saying, and I understand what you're saying about stats, and yeah, he was wild and stuff like that, but I watched those series, too. And, I mean, I even rewatched the games again. I'm not the one I that said he would. To do. I'm not, I mean, it's wild because it is wild for anybody to do, but for you to see how – I'm just saying, it, still, things can correlate. Because the year before, he had a completely different type of – you feel me? Yes, he was that guy, but he also had a different stat line. Your stat line shouldn't dramatically change like that in a year. Well, when you're playing against Sean Kemp, and then you go and play against Karl Malone, Sean Kemp is a great player in his own regard, but Karl Malone is, is arguably a top 10 player. And if you want to go off pure stats, you can even argue for him being a top 5 player. The same, the same basketball theorists that'll tell you that Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is actually the GOAT and not Jordan or LeBron or Kobe would be the same ones to tell you that Karl Malone deserves a conversation in the top five. We're talking about a man who's top 10 in rebounds, points, and I think something else while shooting at a reasonably high clip and being on a team that averaged 50 wins his whole career. The only reason why Carl Malone doesn't get more love is because A, he's a pedophile. B, he played in Utah. 
If Carmelo played in a bigger market, him and Stockton, we'd be talking about them all the time. If they played in the East Coast, we'd be talking about Stockton and Malone all the time. So he had that is a really tough task to guard to guard and play against and and try to at least dwindle down someone who's consistently unstoppable. And I, I'm not saying like it's an excuse for him or whatever the case may be because I would never sound like bro. I would never do those things. But in the same context, even Jackson said it himself: if Robin doesn't do those things. We're going to get worse than what he was doing at that time, regardless. Like, you got to. Which is also fine, but this still, you know, all I said is that correlates. Sure. It can correlate, but I mean, at the end of the day, the results is still there. Yeah, obviously. (laughs) You know what I mean? So, like, regarding. And he says that in his 30 for 30, like. You know, he understands that what he does isn't average. He understands that what he did. And that and that's the thing that interests me most about Dennis Rodman is it's cool that he does not make any excuses. He does not provide any, like, extra reasoning. He's like, this is what I wanted to do. And he's like, if I'm doing my job and I'm doing it effectively, what are we really complaining for? I show up to practice. I practice hard. I go to these games. I put my body on the line. I sacrifice myself. I usually guard the best post player on that team, night in and night out. I mean, you take Pippen and you take Robin away from those teams. Jordan ain't got nothing. I ain't gonna lie to you. Jordan is 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 easily in that conversation for greatest player of all time. But we cannot overlook Pippen. We can't overlook Grant. We can't overlook Rodman. We can't overlook. Kerr, we can't overlook Ku Coach, we can't overlook Paxton. That's exactly why those specific guys were in that documentary for as long as they were. Because they play way bigger of a part than people know. And, and what sucks is a lot of these people who are talking shit now about those guys never watch them play. Y'all never, they ain't never seen Steve Kerr go out there and give buckets on a random ass night. And Kerr was always hot. You know, Kerr got like the top two seasons for a three-point percentage, mm. like two out of three, over 50% while shooting 153s. Just crazy. All those, all those play a part. All those play a part. All those play a part, man. That is, it's a great documentary, all in all. Yeah, they brought it up. Yep. For sure. Crazy that it had to end. I ain't gonna lie to you, though. If I went into the wrestling event right after the finals, I don't think I'm making it into a game, though. Facts. Oh, one thing I did want to mention too um, was that I, I was listening to the radio show and, and someone was talking about how one of the, like the biggest differences between like LeBron and Jordan is that competitive drive and that tenacity because I guess I guess LeBron has said at one point that if he were to never win another championship again. He's good. He's happy with what he's accomplished. This, that, whatever. And Jordan in the doc saying, you know, that he was just, it's maddening him just thinking about the fact that they could have ran it back and, and got a, a, a seventh, you know, like that kind of shit. He's like, that's the reason that LeBron will never be Jordan. Cause like, 
There's some truth they, to that, I feel. Yeah. Yeah, it's if that, that competitive. you're comparing like, the two for sure, yeah. Yeah. So I saw that was that was an interesting take, and I was like, I, I, I could see that. Jordan wanted well, to win. And the person that modeled that behavior won almost just as many times as Jordan. Yep. That's why I'm near. You feel me? So it's like. That's crazy that he doesn't get talked about like that. A man has five rings and doesn't get talked. He, he gets talked about it now that he's no longer with us, but like. He was he's rarely brought up in that conversation. I feel because like. LeBron came around and niggas started sucking. Yeah, LeBron dick. it's always it's always LeBron versus Jordan. And it's like yo, like Kobe got five him. rings, bro. Like this man was out here. You feel me? So it'd be like that. I think you know what 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 aggravates me more about the whole LeBron thing is like there's definitely been games where you've seen LeBron with that killer instinct, right? Like. If you're going to watch uh, Game 6 of the 2012 NBA Final, I mean NBA uh, Eastern Conference Finals against the Celtics, uh-huh. yeah, he killed them there's, there's no way, there's no way any team ever is going to be that, that Heat team. That night with that LeBron, right. ain't happening. But the thing is, is LeBron will not do that every night. That's the thing. LeBron will not do that every night. Michael I've Jordan seen Kobe will do that, do that every, every night. night. Kobe Michael Jordan will every night. <laughs> Michael, every Michael night. Jordan will will invent beef just to do that to you. Yes, <laughs> bro, that's sickening. You know how mad you have. You know how sick that's in the head you gotta nuts. be. That's fucking nuts. To make bro. up some beef so you could turn Super Saiyan. <laughs> LeBron has to legit like you gotta you gotta be down three one or some stupid shit. No, oh, like Michael comes Michael comes into the shit up three one and is like, oh. Did he what? just tell me? Did he just tell me good game? Good game, bitch. <laughs> I'm about to drop sixty tomorrow. Come on, so like every, that's, now, that's that men, that's the competitive and that mental throwness about yeah, that bro. You don't have with everybody else, but that you had it with Facts. Kobe, and sometimes it did. Well, now you understand. It did sometimes with Kobe affect him getting the rest of his teammates involved because he's like, y'all niggas ain't doing that, and fuck it. <laughs> like I'm about to win this right. game, and it now, worked. How do you feel about how do you feel about Paul Pierce saying that LeBron's not a top five player all time? Pop is just mad that LeBron been busting his ass. <laughs> but well, Paul Pierce has some truth to it. I'm not going to lie to you because niggas do size Bill say, Russell. Niggas do disrespect Bill Russell. And it's saddening. Wilt, Wilt Chamberlain. So here's here's my whole here's my whole thing about it when it comes to like top five conversations and whoop, 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 whatever. Like it's their top five list. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like people got to stop shitting on people's top five list. His top five list is legit. No, he doesn't. You have can a legit argue. Top five list. You can argue for all five of them being the best at what they do. Right. Right. Regardless of the fact, like I, I understand when they say, "Oh, Russell and Wilt, they played during a time where there was only like six teams, seven teams, eight teams." I hear you, but Russell and Wilt also dominated in a time where their kind was hated. Publicly, and it was okay. They had to yeah. deal with different type of pressure. They yeah. had to deal with completely different types of pressure, and they yeah. performed That's every. True. And Bill came time. out there and won eleven on them on y'all bitch ass niggas. Beyond and, and beyond <laughs> that, beyond That's that, weird. think That's about weird. it like this. Think about <laughs> it like this. People who say stuff like that don't play sports, and I'll say this, and this is the reason why I say it. Do you know how hard it is? To win 11 in a row in a rec league with only six teams? 
For real. <laughs> like, that's tough, yeah. That's a tough. rec league? Do you know how hard it is? You know how hard it is to just get your homeboys, get the same seven teams, or I mean, get the same set of teams, and win 11 weeks in a row? This man won 11 championships in a row. And if him doing it as a player wasn't enough, he won it as a player coach. He's still the only player in NBA history to win a championship as a player and a coach. Imagine being out on the court looking at everything and being like, oh, well, this ain't going to work out. Time out, ref. And the ref got to be like, boop, boop, boop. And then you get off the court, go drop strategy, talk to your team, and then take your ass right back out on the court. And you did it yeah, well enough to win nuts. a championship. Are you, are you out of your mind? You are tripping. We talk yeah. about Kareem. Kareem is top three or top five in points, rebounds, and blocks. And in, even though he had a longer career, and that's fair, he has more assists than Michael Jordan does. Hmm. Career-wise. Now, Jordan averaged five to six assists, and Kareem averaged three to four assists per game. But the point I'm trying to say is, he had that long of a career to where as a center, he has more assists than most shooting guards and small forwards. He played 20 plus years in the league at a high effective clip. Kobe just did 20 years and Kobe don't even come close to his numbers. Right. That's true. Bro, what what are we talking about right now? And we talk about Magic Johnson. Ain't no LeBron James without Magic Johnson. Magic Johnson was a 6'9", 6'10", point guard who decided to pass more than he needed to score but still found a way to have killer instinct with his court vision his awareness and his defense this man in his rookie season his rookie season the arguable goal especially at that time Kareem Abdul-Jabbar gets hurt with an ankle against a competitive ass Philadelphia 76er team with Dr. J they ain't got no center this man as a rookie says, don't worry about it, y'all boys. I got it. And does the tip off, run center for the whole game, has 42 points, 15 rebounds, and 8 assists in game 7 of the finals as a rookie. And you're telling me these guys, this argument that I'm giving you isn't top 5 argument? Hmm. So yeah, Pierce right. is tripping. And here's the best part about all of it. It's about winning, right? All of those guys got more rings than LeBron. All of those guys went to just as many finals as LeBron. All of those guys got a better championship winning pedigree and percentage than LeBron. And isn't that what really matters? Without having a super team. Come on, man. Fuck out of here. I I mean, even, even with the super team argument, I mean, realistically, like Kareem played with Oscar Robertson when he won his first. He played with Magic Johnson and James Worthy and Byron Scott. Jordan, I mean, obviously had his teams... Um, uh, Bill Russell, believe it or not, probably played with arguably one of the more talented but teams is, of all a lot, time. A lot of things that people don't understand with a lot of these players, too, is as great as they were back then, they played in a different type of ball, and they were all kind of role players in their specific jobs. So now it's like you got dudes in the new age where they're just all guys that do everything. Like, I get a bunch of rebounds, yeah. I get a bunch of assists, I get a bunch of points, and then we get those guys all together on a team. That's the type of vibe yeah. you have now. Back then, and, it was like, yeah, I'm fired, but I'm fired. There's no this. more. There, there's no more John Stocktons, but you feel me? Yeah, <laughs> no, that's, ain't a bunch that's of those facts. running around no more. Ain't a bunch but, of Paxtons walking running around no more. 
Right, but here here's an argument. This is true. It's definitely a different time, a different kind of basketball, and that's fair too. My 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 whole argument with LeBron, and mind you, I'm I'm a LeBron fan, but my whole argument with LeBron, I've watched all eight. Right, he's had he's been to eight finals or nine finals. He's three and six, mm-hmm. three and six. Yep. I've seen all nine finals with LeBron. I'm gonna be real with you. There's probably three of those finals where he did not have the better team, in my opinion. In my opinion. I felt like they should have beat that Mavericks team. He didn't step up to the plate. I think for that finals, he averaged 15 points. People think that's crazy. And people are like, there's no way. No, look at those. I'm going to look at the numbers again to verify, bro, to make sure I wasn't tripping. But I didn't want to believe it until I looked it up. And this man really had, like, he really dropped the ball during those finals, bro. Like, that final loss is solely on him. You know what I'm saying? And, like, it sucks that it got to be like that, but it's the truth. Um, Let me see. Hold on. I'm, I'm taking a look at the stats right now. Yeah, bro. LeBron James was the third leading scorer on the Miami Heat. In 2011 NBA Finals, Dwayne Wade had 26 points, seven rebounds, five assists. Chris Bosh had 18 points, seven rebounds, and an assist. LeBron James had 17 points, seven rebounds, and six assists. In that finals. In that finals. Niggas don't talk about that for real, for real. Niggas, you they know what, they, you know what people say. That. You know what people say. Oh, they went against a very good Mavericks team. They went against a very good yeah. Mavericks team. That was a good Mavericks team, but let's just go through the people who you, were on that team. You're in the quick, finals. You're going. You're in the finals. You're going against a good somebody every single year. But hold on, check this out. Let's talk about the team real quick. The Heat had Dwayne Wade, Chris mm-hmm. Bosh, LeBron James, Mario Chalmers, Udonis Haslam, Mike Miller, Mike Bibby, Eddie House, Juwan Howard, and Joel Anthony. The Dallas Mavericks had Dallas Mavericks had Dirk Nowitzki. Jason Terry, Sean Marion, Tyson Chandler, J.J. Barea, Jason Kidd, Deshaun Stevenson, Ian Mahimi, Brian Cardinal, Brendan Haywood, and Paige Stoyakovich. No one should have been able to stop you, LeBron. Come on, dog. Like, that's my whole thing. Like, the primary defender on LeBron is probably between Dirk, Sean Marion, and maybe Deshaun Stevenson. And you got 17 points. You average 17 points. That mm-hmm. shit is crazy, dog. Well, mind you, every I, all the finals after that, that's when Bosch and what's the name tapered off and he had to turn up. But I think the the, the supporting cast changed because you see that they had a young, not a young, they had a mixture of young and old dudes on like, as like their supporting cast, but it was all guys that could shoot. And then you get a couple guys that just rebound and could play tough defense because you have the three guys that can make plays for y'all and get the shooters open. So all they really did is surround them niggas with dudes that could just, hey, when them niggas double team you, I'm in this corner. I'm at the top of this. You feel me? Like, just put yourselves in position where you could shoot and we just and we going to get it to you when they crash. So it's like they need to put that into effect. Like, niggas, LeBron was just not on it that year. It's more than just, oh, the team was this, the da-da-da-da, winning against this Bro, person. the game, game three... Dwayne Wade had 29 points, 11 rebounds, 3 assists. LeBron had 17 points, 3 rebounds, 9 assists. You don't be trying to. That's, that's that killer mentality that he need to get on the, on the score. Hold on. It gets, it, gets, it gets even better. 
Game four. Because the Miami Heat had a 2-1 lead going into game four. Game four was, was in Dallas, naturally. Dwayne Wade had 32 points, six rebounds, two assists. Chris Bosh had 24 points, six rebounds, and an assist. LeBron James, eight points, nine rebounds, seven assists. Yeah, like what you doing? <laughs> Come on, dog. Come on, bro. Like I'm I'm really not trying to be this guy here or anything like that, but it's almost like to the point where I mean if you really want to get into it, when we talk about those other guys, can Dude. we talk about a finals where they fell off or where they dropped off or where they had a bad game? Yeah, but they probably can we talk about had, can we talk they probably, about a they probably might have they, they might have folded in the game, but they probably had crazy a stupid crazy stat line, and regardless of the fact, and they might have fucked up at the end somewhere. That's, that's but, all I'm saying, dog. But they, that's they, all they I'm saying. Like people, people hate on Pierce so hard, and and I, I do have a little bias against that because Pierce is my favorite player of all time. But I have my reasons for that. You know what I'm saying? Like for what it's worth, but he for everybody to be shit. Yeah, for people to be shitting on Paul Pierce the way that they do, first and foremost, if Pierce is to walk down the street, he doesn't even look like a hooper. At all. He, he clearly doesn't have the physical That's what, that's what I used to hate about him. I'm like, y'all got this slow-ass, bad-built, body-ass nigga right here giving y'all slow buckets right now. And he now. used to give him buckets. I mean, bro, Paul Pierce gave LeBron 45. Clean. With the same like, moves. 45 points. I watched that whole game and was like, yo, I don't care what you tell me about Paul Pierce. I will play this game and be like, tell me what you think. Paul Pierce but, is but, the original the uncle. Part- Paul Pierce is the original uncle Drew, bit. Facts. Sl- so, you know, so the whole, <sighs> so when it comes to that argument, his top five, bro, his top five is legit. His top, I feel like there's so many good players in that top five. 10 to top 15 ratio like top 10 to top 15 area that like you can make arguments bro for all of those guys I mean it just that's just what it is you know what I mean like I I understand it well who was on Paul Pierce list again oh shit um I'm trying to remember I definitely do remember when LeBron... I definitely remember LeBron not being on that. I remember reading it and being like, oh... It's not on there. That's why they were talking about it. Yeah, I know. That's why I was like, oh, okay. I think he had Jordan, Kareem, Russell, Johnson, and Kobe. Bruh, like... Bruh, I don't know, dog. I feel like that's a, that's that's a, a really that's good a nice list. five, bro. That is a yeah. good... That is yeah, a that really was, good list. Yeah, Kareem, Kareem Michael, five. Russell, J- Magic, yeah. Yeah. Who's LeBron? Now here's my question, and, and this, this is the this is this is the thing that I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna post on on IG and on our on our social media um, outlets after we're done with this. Who is LeBron and arguably better than on this list? And they need to post a reason. They can't just say a name. They, I need a reason. Yeah, like who who is he inarguably better than? I don't want to hear that whole athleticism. Oh, he's this and oh, he's that in the generation that he plays in, whatever. Like, come on, bro. Come on, bro. Come on, bro. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't have time for that. I don't have time for that. I don't. I don't have time for that. He's not. He's not inarguably better than any of these guys that we that we're saying. To be honest with you. And and if I had to choose between Kobe and LeBron, 
I'm taking Kobe. I'm taking Kobe all day. If I'm playing 2K, I'm taking Kobe. If I'm playing 2K, I'm easily taking Kobe. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, bro. I'm taking Kobe because, uh, like, see, I'll say this. I'll put LeBron on that top five list if LeBron played every game like he played game six. G-shit. When you two more rings, I'll put you on that top five. Now, I'll definitely give him more props if he does win a ring with L.A., for sure, because he'll be the first NBA player, I think, to to win three rings. I mean, to win a ring with three franchises. Which, so that, that'll that definitely be I something definitely that is honorable. But for me, but, you got to win two more. You win two more, I'll put you on it. Well, especially clock, now, especially with the, you being like set year 17, year 18, year 19, year 20. The clock, the clock's ticking. Clock's ticking. Yeah. It is definitely ticking, bro. But I'm def- sorry, dog. Like, but I feel like that's why his ass trying to hit with me. I'm fine with being my community. Yeah, yeah, because you already know what time it is. I wish Wait, I'm did. sorry. I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't hear you when you was doing the baby banter. He's saying what? <laughs> the whole, you know, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, fine. <laughs> I'm fine with my career being where I, I can retire and be fine with it. All that. But you want to know something, though? Just based off of just based off of the way he's played particular games and how his mentality comes across, I believe him. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm not saying I, I don't believe him, him but at this, it's like, yeah, it's easy to say that now that you're getting towards the end, and it's like, you, you know me? what like, else too? You in new situations you know all the time, too? so you really don't know if you're gonna win because you've been losing as of late. It's not even that. You know what it is too? Honestly, I think that after. They came back from 3-1 against that 73-9 Warriors team. LeBron really, and I mean, he said it in a documentary when he was like, oh, like, I feel like I'm the greatest of all time after that happened. I think LeBron legit feels like he can rest his legacy on that. Like, yo, like, I literally, like, let he got his ass beat that finals. From a 3-1 deficit. And that team just so happened to be the greatest regular season team of all time. Beating the record of your beloved Michael Jordan. I mean, like, I think he really like, and I mean, honestly, he could rest his legacy on it, but I I still wouldn't give him the number one spot. I'm like, all right, bet you can rest your legacy on it, but y'all can't be comparing him to Michael Jordan no more. Well, not even that. Or Kobe. The the only thing, the, the the other thing too is like, so we can talk about Kareem. We can talk about. Because remember, Wilt is not on that list, I don't think. And there's a reason no. why Wilt's not on that list. Here's the real reason why. When you look at guys like Russell, Kareem, Bird, Jordan, and Kobe, right? Let's talk about what really comes to, to mind for, I think, a lot of like deep sports enthusiasts. Mm-hmm. It's not just about you winning, but it's also how you win, right? For example... Wilt has way better numbers than Russell, but Wilt has one ring. Why does Wilt only have one One ring? ring. Because of Russell. He went up against Russell every single year. Because remember, the Warriors are in Golden State now, but they used to be the Philadelphia Warriors. So like when the Philadelphia Warriors would go to the Eastern Conference Finals, guess who they would play against? The Boston Celtics. Celtics, boy. Then he got traded. He got traded to the Los Angeles Lakers. 
Los Angeles Lakers, they made it to a couple of finals. One of the finals, I believe, I could be wrong. I know for a fact that they won one against the Knicks, lost one against the Knicks. If there was any other time and they played against the Celtics, they went against Russell. They got filleted. Um, we talk about Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. We don't even know who played with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Did he play with Jerry? Hell no, I mean, no, no, he didn't. I'm talking about like other guys that he went up against. They don't matter. They're not yeah. Kareem at all. They don't. They don't matter. Um, and there's some there's some centers on there that was really good that went up against Kareem. I mean, I think Kareem went up against Walton a couple of times. He went up against Dave Cowens a couple of times, who's a really good center for the Boston Celtics. Um, he went up against Bob Lanier a couple of times. Like he's went up against some Hall of Famers, but none of them have rings. Um, <clears throat> well, Dave Collins has rings, but I mean, he, he got two as the Celtics in the seventies. But um, Magic Johnson, his rivals were Dr. J for a little bit. He went Larry Bird was his biggest rival. Yeah, he went against Dr. J. He he won two finals against Dr. J. Dr. J won one against him. Um, he won three finals against Larry Bird. Larry Bird won two against him. Isaiah Thomas, they played one and lost one each. So Magic literally prevented Bird from having more rings, and he has less rings than Magic. Prevented Dr. J from getting rings, he has less rings than Magic. Prevented Isaiah Thomas from getting rings, he has less rings than Magic. Magic loses his last NBA Finals to Michael Jordan. Now, Jordan in the Finals, there's only two teams that can say they won rings in the 90s, and that is the Houston Rockets. Well, no, the Pistons won it in 89, 89, 90. 90-91 is the Bulls. Yeah, so they won. So 90, 91, 91, 92, 92, 93. Then you have 94, 95, 95, 96. That's uh, 93, 94, 94, 95. I'm sorry. Yeah, That's the, the, uh, the Pistons won two in a row. The Rockets. Yes, what? they did in the 80s. Late eighties. That's eighty-eight and eighty-nine. Oh. Yeah. So after that, they lose. They beat. They lose to the Bulls. The Bulls go on the three-peat. Rockets win the two. Bulls go back on another three-peat. The Spurs win in ninety-nine, and that's it for the decade. That's when Tim Duncan and them took over. Right. So when we're talking about the names of players that do not have rings because of Jordans. In the nineties, it was really in the nineties. It was really Jordan and Akeem Olajuwon, the one and the two. That's it. That's it. Ewing doesn't have a ring. Miller doesn't have a ring. Thomas don't. Gary Payton doesn't have a ring. Sean Kemp doesn't have a ring. John Stockton doesn't have a ring. Karl Malone doesn't have a ring. Charles Barkley doesn't have a ring. Clyde Drexler doesn't get a ring until he goes to the Rockets. Like, bro, what? Because Michael Jordan now, was on the other side of that. Kobe get on. Kobe wins five rings. The only person that can talk shit is Tim Duncan. Mm-hmm. That's the only person Who that was also, eating Kobe up. <laughs> and Tim Duncan could be on a lot of people's top five list, too. Yeah, because he was my... Oh, he got four? If you want to be real, he's got five. He got five? And he won three MV... Yeah, he got five, and he won three MVPs, I believe. Yeah, Tim Duncan, listen... Tim Tim Duncan's resume is really nice, bro. A lot of people don't don't realize. No love. With the the least athletic teams in the league. So check this out. 
Tim Duncan won five NBA championships. I think he's the first player to win a championship in three different decades. That's when he took he over after the, he took over after Jordan. Yeah, he won it in '99, then he won it in the 2000s, then he won one in 2014. Mm-hmm. So Tim Duncan has five NBA championships, three NBA Finals MVPs, two MVPs, 15-time All-Star, 10-time All-NBA First Team, three-time All-NBA Second Team, two-time All-NBA Third Team. Eight-time All-Defensive First Team, seven-time NBA All-Defensive Second Team. So pretty much his whole career, he was on a defensive team. Sheesh. He won rookie of the, he won rookie of the year, and he was on the All-Rookie First Team. Hmm. On the so mo- on the on the most boring team ever. Boring team in, in, the in one of the small in one of the smallest markets in the country. Yeah, they should tiny ball it. I know that. So I here's over my. There. I was like, well, y'all should small over here. Right now, here's here's the final thing, and I don't want to sound disrespectful, but with LeBron's era, everybody eating, everybody got a ring off LeBron. I'm just keeping it a bug with you. Tim Duncan won one off him. Dirk Nowitzki won one off him. Uh, Steph. Tim KD. Duncan won a couple. KD, he's un- KD's undefeated against LeBron if you want to be real in the finals. <laughs> just putting that out there. He's 2-0 against LeBron. Um, D-Wade. Who else? Kawhi. Kawhi got one over on him. You know what I'm saying? Kawhi got two right now. LeBron got three. So if Kawhi beats him in the Western Conference Finals and gets to the finals and wins, Kawhi and LeBron are 3-3. Three and three. Right. Then what? <laughs> like... But then niggas, bro, like, I'm just saying, bro. Niggas, I'm just niggas, saying, like, they, you we, know, when that when that happens, they're gonna be like, "Well, Kawhi first one, he was out there with Tim Duncan, so yeah, yeah." And that and that's that's the art. That's the beautiful thing about sports is if you have a solid argument, you can make anybody look bad. And I'm a LeBron fan. That's why I know all this stuff because I be sitting there like, ah, LeBron, you ain't looking too good right now, at all. <laughs> You ain't, look, you ain't looking too good right when now. You, when you do that, that's when, that's when you give. That's when somebody, when people start preaching that team basketball. When you start bringing out those arguments, that's when team basketball. I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear team basketball. I want to hear wins. <laughs> I want to hear wins. I want to see rings. <laughs> Show me the ring. That's what I want to see. If you like this so much, you should have put a ring on it, LeBron. Facts. You see what my dog Brady doing? He putting a ring on it. See what all the goats doing? And putting her, everybody trying to be Thanos. You ain't trying to be Thanos. You want to be Flash. You want to be Green Lantern. Niggas trying to be I Thanos. To Niggas trying to be Thanos. You want to be Green Lantern. <laughs> oh, man. That was awesome. Man, that was a great little, great little basketball discussion there. Y'all boys. Loved it. Is there anything in the world of wrestling? Um, no, I do just want to say uh, rest in peace to Shad Gaspard, um, one half of Crime Time. He uh, unfortunately he drowned um, in a swimming accident over the this past week in California. I guess him and his ten year old son got caught in a rip current, and um, damn. Lifeguards came out there, and Shad said, "Save my son." They did, and he kind of just drifted off, and his body his body washed up on shore a couple of days later. So really, yeah. Oh wow! I thought they found him, so they didn't find him in the water. His body just washed up ashore. Yeah. 
Yeah, because wow. they they had been they had been searching the waters for a while, and then they suspended the search, and then like the next morning, it was, his body was found washed up on the beach. That rip current thing is no joke, dog. Super. It dangerous. is no joke. Super dangerous. Because well, a lot of people don't realize. Because in the moment, you don't realize like you got to swim sideways, yeah, parallel with the beach until you're out of the current, and then you can swim towards the beach. How how do you even know that you're out of the current though? You stop getting pushed back, like you you feel it when like you're no like you keep drifting further and further away because it happens pretty quickly, and that's why people fight so hard to to swim against it and they end up tiring themselves out and that's when people end up drowning. Hell no, nah. I mean I got I I know what you're saying because I definitely did get caught up in the rip current and almost drowned my damn self, mm-hmm. but. It That's just why. felt like it felt like the whole thing just encompasses you. Like it's it's like yeah, it's big. It is. It is. Yeah, for sure. But uh, it's just sad, man. That's why I stick it to is. pools. Facts. It's crazy. But yeah. So R.I.P. Other than that, nothing really uh, for wrestling right now. Probably we'll have something in the next uh, week or two. Back that up, cousin. All right, so if we ain't got nothing else to talk about, I mean, we can transition to underrated bars of fame if that's what y'all on. Let's do it. For sure. All right, so due to the conversation we had offline, um, today we decided to do Fabulous, and we're going to do Breathe, because even though it's a great song, it's definitely underrated bars. So we're going to get into it. Woo, 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 breathe. Fabulous. One and then the two, two and then the three, three and then the four, then you gotta breathe. One and then the two, two and then the three, three and then the four, then you gotta breathe. Then you gotta gasp, then you gotta gasp. <gasps> Yo, these just can't breathe when I come through, hum through, shum, oh, my bad. Some shoes gotta be 20, man. It's not even funny. They can't breathe. The choke holds too tight. The left looks too right. You know what? You right. These just can't breathe. Look, look, their hearts racing, they start chasing. But I'm so fast when I blow past that they can't breathe. In the presence of the man, your future looks better than your past. If you're present with your man, you better breathe. You niggas can't share my air or walk a while in the pair I wear. And I'm getting better year by year, like they say wine do. Cops couldn't smell me if you brought the canines through and I pace myself. I know these money hungry just want to taste my wealth. But I keep them on a diet, embrace their health, or either keep them on a quiet and space myself and just take a deep breath. I got them grabbing their chest because it's hurting them to see Fab in his best and they in their worst. They'd rather see me lay back in a hearse than lay in the back. And I ain't just laying a verse. I'm saying facts. <clears throat> I came back with some sicker stones that got them broke because looking like they choking on a chicken bone. Every chick I bone can't leave the dick alone, so I know it's one of them every time I flip my phone. One and then the two, two and then the three, three and then the four, then you gotta breathe, times two. Yo, niggas can't breathe when I come through, hum two, some shoes gotta be 20, man. It's not even funny, they can't breathe. The choke holds too tight, the left looks too right. You know what, you right, these just can't breathe. Look, look, they hearts racing, they start chasing, but I'm so fast when I blow past that they can't breathe. In the presence of the man, your future looks better than your past. If you're present with your man, you better breathe. 
I see them on the black when I passes, looking like they need oxygen masks. I make it hard to breathe, but I keep the Glocks in the stashes because the cops want to look and harass us and make it hard to breathe. They has to react like having an asthma attack when they see the plasma in the back. You dudes are wheezing behind me. My flow is like a coupe, breezing at 90. That's the reason that they signed me. It's quick metaphors and hard punches on the cuts. Feels something like hard punches to the gut. How I address the haters and underestimators and ride up on them like the escalators. They shook up and hooked up to respirators on a last breath talking to investigators. I'm a breath of fresh air and a fresh pair. Face it, boo, and do it like your face get blue and then breathe. And it's a bridge and the hook that I said before. Verse three, when the crew walk in it, pop a few corks in it, as quick as a tick in a New York minute, catch a breath for you catch a left. Even worse, catch a tef. Only way you catch a F to the AB is in the maybe, rolling with my baby, gripping on a toy you can't find in a KB. I rhyme slick on you. I'ma have to put the Heimlich on you. What you know about letting dimes lick on you while you inhale the weed and it won't stop till they inhale your seed. And it don't stop till I tell them to breathe like a doctor with a stethoscope. I don't see no fucking hope until these motherfuckers breathe. One into the two, two into the three, three into the four, then you gotta breathe. Fabulous, underrated bars of fame. I ain't gonna lie, you snap. He did. Yes, sir. You always throw me off though, Nuz, with your cursing and non-cursing. I know it's Just like I be wait till to music to not curse. But here's the thing: but even in the song, so I be cursing you, you said you, you censor bitches, but you said fuckers, but then you censored motherfuckers. I, know, so I, I don't, I, I don't, I don't understand. I know, I know. I get caught up in the moment. I get caught up in the moment. I be supposed. I'm only supposed to be censoring like the B word and stuff like that. You know, I don't really fly with that word. Y'all personally, know I don't fly with that word. So I do my best to not to not say that word. Um, but yeah, man, underrated bars of fame. I don't know if we got uh anything else left to say, man. I think that's it. <laughs> Except for where they can reach us at email. Uh ballsportspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, on Instagram. Balls underscore sports underscore podcast. What about on Twitter? Uh balls underscore podcast. Yes, sir. And with that being said, we are done. Is it time to be off the air? Looks like it. We appreciate y'all for, you know, listening to us again. Y'all could have been listening to any other sports podcast in the world, but you're not. You're listening to us, and we appreciate that. Just keep riding with us, and we're going to keep giving you this bomb-ass content to vibe to. Till next time, we are out of here. Yeah, bye, hoes. Silly. Little scallywag.